0: hey everyone welcome to episode 13 of the blessed beauty podcast i am so happy to have you joining me whether you're watching on youtube or whether you're listening on apple or spotify welcome can you believe that we are in the middle of january 2024 it is a brand new year. Let's thank God for his continued love and his continued blessings. And let's bring him in. Let's bring him in to talking about skincare and makeup and taking care of ourselves. Because why not? If you have been listening from the very beginning, you know that I am a devout Catholic, I'm a mom of twins, I'm a wife. Yes, I am a beauty enthusiast, but I also just wanted to bring God into this space. There are a lot of beauty influencers out there, there's a lot of channels, there's a lot of podcasts all talking about how to look and feel better, but not not a lot of them are bringing him into the conversation and asking for his wisdom and asking for him to lift us up and help us to feel good about ourselves because if we think that we're less than, if we don't want to take care of ourselves, or even if we're, you know, getting overly vain and overindulging in the self care space, we don't want that either. We want to bring him in and we want to have him help us gain wisdom and clarity on every little nook and cranny of our life. So, why not here? So, again, welcome to. in episode 13, what we are going to be talking about is skin type and skin conditions. And I thought it was fitting, especially since it's a new year. I thought it might be fun to talk to you guys about skin types and skin conditions as if you don't really know what that is and just learn from the beginning especially if you have found that as you're getting older your skin is a little bit more difficult to manage and you're just wanting to make sure that you're doing things right whether you're overbuying and overspending and possibly just confused and using all the wrong things or maybe you're not really using a lot at all and you kind of want to know how your skin works i want to know why my skin is the way it is i want to keep it simple Yet effective. Well, that's what this podcast is all about. I want to keep it simple. My biggest thing is I do not want you walking into a Walmart or a Target or a drugstore or a Sephora or an Ulta or going online and shopping for beauty products and just sitting there, like, you know, scrolling, not knowing what to buy. And then, you know, you start reading these product reviews on these websites Ulta, Sephora, Amazon, whatever. They can have like 15,000 reviews, okay? Who wants to read that? So let's go back to basics and start learning about skin types and skin conditions. Oh my gosh, that was the longest intro (laughs) I think I've ever... I mean, I am a chatty Kathy today, let me tell you. But that's a good thing, right? You're here to learn and I'm here to help you. So let's get started. Before we get into skin types, really quick... I wanted to read a review that showed up for the podcast on Apple Podcasts, and it says priceless advice for my skin, five stars. Jennifer, I truly enjoyed your episode on why hot showers are killing your skin. I've always heard it wasn't good for you, but I never actually read about it or got into it too much. I know especially during the winter or colder weather, we all want to use hot water more. Your advice is absolutely amazing and one golden nugget that I got is that I don't need to use soap all over my body all the time if I haven't been working out or doing anything strenuous, especially if I have dry skin, which I tend to have dry skin even though I actually live in sunny Florida. I'm truly grateful to have found your podcast and I can't wait to see what God does through you on this new podcast. I mean, really? That is this. I am so glad that you're enjoying the show, and if you listen to that review and you're thinking, she did a whole episode on why hot showers are killing your skin. Yeah, I did. I did, and it's, it's a really good one, so you need to listen to that one, especially if you have dry skin. Do yourself a flavor, listen to that episode, and then thank me later. So today, let's get into it skin types and skin conditions. I'm going to talk a little bit about skin conditions today, but mostly skin types. I just want to clarify that and skin conditions are two different things. First off, okay, skin types are genetic. That means that you inherited your skin type from your parents. You've always had your particular skin type. And I'm sure you know your skin type, whether you're dry or you tend to have a nice balance of oil in in your skin. You're probably what's called the normal skin type, or you know know if you're oily. You can't change that. Skin conditions, however, we can attribute those to conditions, you know, things that are happening to our skin, whether it's self-inflicted, like say, poor diet, not enough water consumption or rather i should say not enough consumption of foods that are rich in water to hydrate our skin, poor diet, things that dehydrate us like excessive alcohol use or you know if you smoke or sometimes a skin condition can be brought about by something that's happening to us, say an overly dry environment that is dehydrating our skin or there's different hormones going on in your body that is affecting what's happening with your skin whether you are experiencing inflammation, irritation or for example, acne. So, skin types are genetic, they are inherited. They're the skin type that you were born with and conditions are things that can manifest on top of our skin type that are is happening to our skin. Now, skin types can't be changed, but they can be managed. And sometimes you can eradicate it completely and heal it, for example, acne. Now let's talk about why do you have the skin type that you have? Well, it all comes down to one important thing and that is your sebaceous glands. Your sebaceous glands are located in a level of your skin called the dermis. You cannot see the dermis. What you see when you look at your face in the mirror is your epidermis. Now your epidermis lubricates and protects itself through something called the skin barrier. Now going back to those sebaceous glands they're located underneath the epidermis the level that we cannot see how active those glands are determines what your skin type is so if your sebaceous glands are very active and they produce a lot of oil you're going to be an oilier skin type makes sense that if your sebaceous glands are less active you are going to be experiencing a drier skin type you've probably known what your skin type is pretty much all your life. As you enter into your preteen year, say around 11 or 12, that's when our skin types really start manifesting. So if you're oily, you're gonna start experiencing more oil. Um, if you were a drier skin type, even when you were younger, you probably weren't suffering from acne, say the way your peers were that had oilier skin. God bless you. Myself, I was an extremely oily skin type. I have been oily pretty much my entire life. I am still oily now, almost at the age that I am, in my late 40s, and I don't really mind it now. I didn't care for it in my teens or 20s. I always felt like an oil slick, but now I I kind of appreciate a little bit of a, a nice sheen to my face. I find that very healthy looking, but I digress. I know that A lot of this isn't necessarily rocket science, but the whole point of getting back to basics is understanding and managing our skin so that we could treat it gently and more effectively and not waste time and money. And the more time you spend on social media, the more time you spend on beauty websites, blogs, things like that, watching the YouTube beauty videos, I'm sure you're pretty confused as to how to take care of your skin because that whole realm that's all about excess that's all about buying more using more and if you know anything about me and my philosophy you know that i'm all about less being more i do find that the more products a person tends to use the more irritated and inflamed their skin can get so let's keep things as simple as possible going back to the epidermis the epidermis is protected by your skin barrier. Now the skin barrier is a combination of the material that the sebaceous glands produce, which is the lipid, the uh, triglycerides, also the water content in our skin, and also the sweat glands that our sweat glands produce. And when everything is in balance, skin barrier is intact and in balance, your skin is going to be a lot healthier. But uh, what a lot of us tend to do is we mistreat our skin type and then we create skin conditions that cause irritation and inflammation. So if we can really just hone in on what the skin type is and keeping the barrier protected, then we can really go a long way in preventing Irritating and annoying skin conditions like dehydration, like, you know, rashes, inflammation, eczema, acne, things like that. Now, I said I was going to touch on skin conditions just a little bit in this episode, and the one I'm going to touch upon is dehydration. It's one of the most, if not the most common skin condition, and it is directly related to the water content in our skin. How much water that your skin is retaining. If your skin is not retaining enough water, you have dehydrated skin. And how do you know? Usually if your skin is super tight feeling, Even hours after you wash your face, if you put your makeup on, if you wear it and it feels or looks very textured, maybe even flaky, that is also a really big clue that you have dehydrated skin. So dehydrated skin is not fun. Now, whether you have dry skin type or whether you have an oily skin type, both types can be prone to losing water quickly, especially as we get older. That's why dehydration is such a common skin condition. And our skin does not produce water to help lubricate and protect itself the way that our skin produces its own lubrication from the sebaceous glands to protect it whether you're dry or oily you're just going to have less depending on your type right but the oily skins and the dry skins as we get older the water content can be lost very very quickly so what we have to do is we have to either ingest the water through drinking water or eating foods that have a high water content which is actually the better way to hydrate the skin and we have to keep up on that because otherwise we're going to lose water way too rapidly and our skin is going to get dehydrated dehydration is such a chronic skin condition for so many people that they think it's a type but it's really not a type it's just a condition that's manifesting on top of your actual skin type our oil glands are producing sebum. It's mixing with the sweat and the water to forming that protective barrier on our skin. Some people call it the acid mantle, some people call it the skin barrier, but it's pretty much all meant to be used interchangeably. And it's really important to keep that intact no matter what skin type you have. And if you haven't listened to the first three episodes that I did for the podcast, I basically go into, if you are overstripping your skin in the way that you're cleansing it, you can just completely mismanage your type and bring on conditions like dehydration that you wouldn't normally have had you been really just being diligent and protective of your skin while you're cleansing it. So you need to go back to episode two, three, and four. Let's tackle the two main skin types and let's manage them effectively, treat them gently, and get them back into balance, okay? Let's start first with dry or drier skins. The two back-to-basic, simple action items as a drier skin type, if you have it, that you need to be paying attention to. The first thing is, is that you have to bring back the hydration to your skin and you have to moisturize your skin to preserve that hydration. Now, what is hydration in the skin and what is moisture in the skin? Hydration has to do with the water content in our skin. Remember, we talked about that as it relates to dehydration, but you have to maintain hydration in the skin, and then you have to moisturize to preserve that hydration. So how do we maintain hydration in the skin? Well, we can maintain it topically with certain products that we apply, and we can also do it in our lifestyle. Avoid things that dehydrate our body. I know we all love our wine, we all love our coffee, but don't overindulge, especially if you have a drier, dehydrated skin because I know you know, we've all done it. We've all gone out with a friend or gone to a party or done something, had a couple glasses of wine and we wake up the next day and it's like like the life has been sucked out of our skin. Right? Avoid things that dehydrate you, drink a lot of water, but first and foremost, even more important than drinking a lot of water, eat a lot of foods that have a high water content. Lots of fruits, lots of vegetables. So that's what you can do internally to maintain the hydration levels in your skin. The second thing you can do is get yourself an excellent hydrating skin serum. If you have not used a hydrating skin serum before and you've been suffering from dry skin, I'm going to be your new best friend because hydrating skin serums are absolutely fantastic in getting more water into your skin. Now, hydrating serums can be found at any price point. I have a lot of recommendations at different price points inside my Amazon store. These hydrating serums are going to feed your skin with water, and up the water content in your skin. The proper way to use a hydrating serum, if you have drier skin, is after your skin is cleansed in the evening, do everything that I outlined to do in episode four, I'm sorry, episode three, where I talked about how to do a double cleansing evening skin routine. So after you've cleansed, then you go in with your hydrating serum, let that dry for a few minutes, and then what you wanna do to preserve Hydration. get yourself an excellent moisturizer, be it a lotion or a cream. I would recommend more of a thicker cream if you're a drier skin type. Make sure that it has high oil content in it and to lay on the surface of the skin and seal in the ingredients from that hydrating serum. Serums contain ingredients that have a smaller molecular structure that your epidermis can more readily absorb. Things like hyaluronic acid, ceramides, plant extracts, things that can get in flood the surface of your skin with a high water content. Think of like how a raisin looks versus a grape. So you want your skin to look more like a grape, plump and juicy and grapes have a ton of water in them whereas a raisin looks shriveled and it's, you know, the water's gone. So the hydrating serum is what's gonna feed the water into the skin and then the cream layered on top of that hydrating serum is going to contain heavier ingredients like oils, like ceramides, fatty acids that are gonna seal in that hydration. So those are the two most important things that you need to do for a dry skin in the evening. In the morning, like I talk about extensively in episode four, you do not have to wash your face in the morning no matter what your skin type is, you probably shouldn't be washing in the morning, even if you're oily, but especially, I wanna hammer this point home, if you're dry and you're washing your face in the morning, forget it, don't do that anymore. Go back and listen to episode four. There's so many things you can do to refresh that have nothing to do with cleanser on your skin, okay? So you're gonna be putting your hydrating serum on in the morning, letting that soak in, and then you can seal with whatever day cream that you're using, of course, again, that day cream has to have an SPF minimum of 30. I've said it before and I'll say it again. If you have skin on your body and you live on planet Earth, skin on your face, you know, when you're driving, when you're outside, even if you're working by a window inside all day long, put your sunscreen on because UVA rays can penetrate glass, whether you're inside or you're driving or whatever. Just make sure that you have your SPF 30 on minimum, it's called incidental sun exposure. It builds up over time and you increase your risk for skin cancer if you're not wearing a good SPF. So that is what you need to do if you are a drier skin. If you have not incorporated day and night the use of a good hydrating serum in your skincare routine, then you need to do it. So that is gonna make an absolutely huge difference in the way that your skin looks because not only are you flooding your skin constantly with a fresh supply of water every time you apply the serum, but you're then sealing in that water with a really good, more occlusive moisturizer. Some women ask me about facial oils if they have dry skin, and I think I'm going to do an episode on how to use oils effectively and what types of oils you should be looking for, whether they're plant oils, organic plant oils, is petroleum okay? Is Vaseline okay? Is mineral oil okay? Because there's a lot of people out there that have a lot of different opinions on things like Vaseline, mineral oil, petroleum. They have opinions about plant oils, things like that. Send me an email if you have a question about that or if you want me to cover that. I will say facial oils are great if you have dry skin, but a facial oil by itself is not going to hydrate your skin the way a good hydrating serum oil cuz remember hydration is about water in the skin and moisturization is about oil and keeping that water in the skin it's like a delicate balance between the two so if you want to use a facial oil and you have a drier skin type don't hydrate with an oil because an oil can't hydrate you can use your oil you know, whether it's blended inside a cream that you like, or just a straight up facial oil. But if you're going to use a dedicated facial oil, I want you to first use your hydrating serum. Let that soak in and then seal with your facial oil. Follow it in that order. I talk exclusively about this in my skincare video series, my masterclass called Nude Skin. I have a link to it in the show notes and also on my website if you're interested. And there was a catchphrase that has been going around in the beauty community for years and years and years, and it's um, about thinnest to thickest when you're layering your skincare, but that's actually a fallacy. It's not layering your skin products thinnest to thickest. It's water first, water-based products first, then oil-based products. So that's why if you do use a facial oil, I want you to use it after your hydrating serum. Now let's go to how to take care of oilier skin types. Actually, it's super simple. It doesn't have to be complicated. You can follow the same principles that I just uh, told you to follow for the drier skins. Because oily skins can be really oily, but they can lack water, they can feel dehydrated. You can be oily and have a tight, dehydrated skin feel. And if you've ever experienced that and been confused about that because you think, oh, I have oily skin, so why do I feel tight? It's because you're lacking water in your skin. So you can be oily and dehydrated at the same time. So with oilier skins, you do still wanna infuse your skin with high water content products. Get yourself a good hydrating serum. And then you also want to seal in that water with a good occlusive moisturizer now as an oilier skin you can use a more lightweight lotion or a lightweight cream if you like Usually, for oily skin, what I recommend is use your hydrating serum day and night. And then during the day, you might want to use a multi purpose product that is a lightweight lotion that has SPF. And that way, when you put your makeup on, you don't feel like you're layering on a bunch of products and feeling heavier, uh, especially as the day goes on as your skin is producing more oil. But again, with oily skin, it's very important that you wanna preserve the water content in your skin with a good hydrating serum, that's imperative. Now also with an oilier skin type, I want you also to go back and listen to episodes two, three, and four. If your skin is excessively producing oil, that's interfering with the exfoliation cycle of your skin. Our skin sheds off dead skin cells anywhere from 28 to about 60 days. It depends on how old you are how long that cycle takes. But if you've got excessive oil on your skin, your skin cells aren't sloughing off as quickly as they would if you had more of a balanced, normal skin type. You wanna make sure that you're removing the excess oil without disrupting your acid mantle, your skin barrier. Remember we talked about that. And what happens there is then your skin starts pumping out even more oil to compensate for the fact that you're stripping it. So with oily skins, again, Make sure you got a good hydrating serum. Make sure that you're sealing in that hydrating serum with a lightweight lotion or cream. And when you're cleansing, make sure you're not overly stripping and overly irritating and inflaming your skin with harsh products. The last thing I wanna say about oily skin is I don't want you to be frightened of oil in your skincare products. That is a myth. 20 years ago, everything was oil-free. Oil-free moisturizers, oil-free cleansers, oil-free everything. Don't be afraid of a little bit of oil. Actually, a little bit of oil in your skincare goes a long way in calming that excessive oil production. I go into all of this extensively in the Skincare Masterclass, where I break down every single skin type and I tell you what you need to be doing, what you need to be buying, what you need to be looking for, and then once you get your products, how to use them, in what order, what to troubleshoot if you're experiencing problems. I have cheat sheets, you could write it down if you want, you could print it out, it's it's amazing. I want you to feel like I'm your digital BFF when it comes to skincare, you know, being an esthetician, being a makeup artist, I don't want you confused, I don't want you mismanaging your skin, over buying and going crazy with the skincare, we don't need to be doing any of that. In the next episode, we're gonna be talking about some skin conditions, more into dehydration, more into things like irritation, inflammation, eczema, acne, things like that. What can we do to manage those conditions on top of our genetic skin types. But I hope this episode was helpful for you. Even if you think you know your skin type, maybe you didn't understand why you have the skin type that you have, how you can effectively manage it. I'm all about minimalistic skincare. If you don't want to use 15 products to manage your skin, I'm all for that. You don't need that. You don't need 10 step in skincare routines, okay? N- not around here. That drives me absolutely crazy. Managing your skin, getting your your skin into balance in a simple and effective way it's not out of reach you'll know what to look for because it should be simple it should be easy hope it was helpful I'll see you on part two, where we talk about skin conditions. I hope you're getting everything done that you need to get done. I hope and pray that this January 2024 hasn't been too rushed, hasn't been too crazy, that you are on your way to fulfilling any goals that you have this year. You know, I made up my mind that I wanted to make a video podcast. So if people wanted to watch, they could watch. And if they wanted to listen just as a regular podcast, they could. But I found that I was starting to get into my head about getting ready to get in front of the camera. Because if you've got a regular podcast, it doesn't matter what you look like. You don't have to put makeup on. You don't have to comb your hair. You could throw your hair in a bun, be in your PJs. It doesn't matter. You can still put out your content as just a straight up audio podcaster. But I was in my head. I was like, okay, I have to do the makeup. I have to do the hair. I have to look a certain way. I have to get the setup just perfect. I have to do all these things. And then I was putting it off, I was putting it off. And if you'll notice, one of my episodes was a little bit later than it would have been. And I was late because I was all in my head about my setup, about my camera, about filming, about all of that. And I just realized that is the enemy because whenever we procrastinate, whenever we second guess ourselves, whenever we're in our head overly about something and we're searching for an answer, that's not coming from god because if i were to really just slow down and get quiet and calm about it quiet enough to hear his voice to know that it's okay i don't have to be perfect that search for perfection it's just the thief of joy so i just wanted to continue to not be so much in my head not listen to the enemy, know that God is putting me here for a purpose. He wants me to talk to you guys. He wants me to show you that there's an easier way to manage your makeup, to manage your skincare, to manage taking care of yourself. Because I started this show because I don't want you buying into the whole secular consumerism culture that surrounds the beauty industry, that we have to buy more. We have to look, uh, you know, uh, 20 years younger. We have to be, you know, completely flawless no like life is not an instagram filter we shouldn't be overbuying and getting too into that whole vanity thing but then again we want to take care of ourselves too so i wanted to present a simpler more effective way for you to do that but again say some prayers for me so that i don't get too in my head that i just turn on the camera turn on the lights press record so i'm here for you guys i don't want to be too in my head i'm here for you God willing, I love you all. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.